Hi, everyone. I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to my podcast, That's Life, I Swear. He was an American theoretical physicist and known as the father of the atomic bomb. During World War II, he led the Manhattan Project, which resulted in the creation of the first atomic bomb used to end the war with Japan. His work saved the lives of many military personnel. However, years later, he would be called a traitor to his country. Who was he? Let's jump into this. On December 16, 2022, the Secretary of Energy nullified a 1954 decision to revoke the security clearance of John Robert Oppenheimer, a top government scientist who led the making of the atomic bomb in World War II, but later fell under suspicion of being a Soviet spy, the height of the McCarthy era. Why does this matter? After 68 long years, Oppenheimer, the architect of the American atomic bomb, was cleared of a black mark on his name and reputation that resulted in a flawed investigation. His full name, Julius Robert Oppenheimer, was an American theoretical physicist and professor of physics at the University of California in Berkeley. He was born April 22, 1904, in New York City to parents of German-Jewish descent. His interest in science and mathematics earned him a Ph.D. in physics from the University of Göttingen in Germany in 1927. Some things to note about Oppenheimer. In the 1920s and 1930s, he became a leading theoretical physicist and made significant contributions to the field of quantum mechanics. He also founded the Theoretical Physics Group at the University of California, Berkeley. He made important contributions to the theory of cosmic ray showers, and did work that eventually led toward descriptions of quantum tunneling. In the 1930s, he was the first to write white papers suggesting the existence of what we today call black holes. After the war, he became the director of the Institute for Advanced Study at Princeton University. He continued to make significant contributions to physics and became a leading voice in the scientific community. After graduation, Oppenheimer returned to the United States and began a very successful academic career, teaching at several universities and conducting groundbreaking research in theoretical physics. However, his greatest contribution to science and history came during World War II when he was appointed the Manhattan Project's scientific director. The project was a top-secret U.S. government effort. Its purpose? To build an atomic bomb before Nazi Germany could. On July 16, 1945, scientists and engineers watched the very first successful atomic bomb explosion at the Trinity site in Ala Magardo, New Mexico. The team, dubbed the Manhattan Project, had been secretly developing the weapon at the Los Alamos Laboratory during the better part of World War II. On the day of the first ever atomic bomb explosion, Robert was secured far away in a building, and as he watched, he saw the release of a mushroom cloud 40,000 feet high. His description of that moment has now since become very famous. He said, I remember the line from a Hindu scripture, Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. After World War II ended, he became an outspoken advocate for international control of atomic energy and the peaceful use of nuclear power. He served as a scientific advisor to the U.S. government, it was recognized as one of the world's leading physicists. 
However, in the early 1950s, during the Red Scare and McCarthyism, his political views and past association with suspected communists led to a government investigation into his loyalty. And what was known as the Oppenheimer Security Hearing was a series of hearings held in 1954 by the United States Atomic Energy Commission to determine whether the renowned physicist who had headed the Manhattan Project during World War II was a security risk and whether he should be allowed to continue serving as a government advisor on atomic energy matters. He was accused of being a security risk and a communist sympathizer by some of the members of the Atomic Energy Commission, particularly the chairman, Louis Strauss. Now, let it be said that Lewis had a personal grudge against Oppenheimer as he was pushing for a more powerful bomb, and Oppenheimer opposed the development of the hydrogen bomb as he would divert resources for building atomic bombs. Lewis was concerned that the Russians in 1949 detonated their first atomic bomb. To counter the Russians, Lewis recommended the United States retain nuclear superiority by developing a more powerful bomb called the Super, or what is known as the H-bomb. When the decision to create the H-bomb went before the General Advisory Committee, he was defeated. The accusations against Oppenheimer about his loyalty to the United States stemmed from his past associations with known communist sympathizers, including his own brother Frank, and his close relationship with communist sympathizer Helgen Chevalli. Regarding Helgen, in early 1943, he told Oppenheimer he knew of a way to pass information to the Soviets. He rejected the offer but failed to report the exchange for eight months. The offer and the related reporting were dredged up and used against Robert. There were a number of factors that led to Oppenheimer's security hearing. One was his opposition to the development of the hydrogen bomb, which put him at odds with some of the powerful figures in the government, including the chairman of the AEC, Louis Strauss, as mentioned. Oppenheimer's defenders argued that he was being unfairly targeted because of his opposition to the development of the hydrogen bomb, and his past associations with known communist sympathizers. In the end, Oppenheimer lost his security clearance, and his government advisory role on atomic energy matters ended immediately. The decision was based on a finding that he had deficiencies in his character, therefore making him a security risk. Despite this setback, he continued to work as a professor of physics at the Institute for Advanced Study at Princeton University, and retired in 1966. His teaching and writing continued until he died of throat cancer on February 18, 1967. He was widely respected for his contributions to the field of physics and his commitment to the responsible use of science for the benefit of humanity. Julius Robert Oppenheimer was a pioneering theoretical physicist who made important contributions to our understanding of the natural world. He will always be remembered for his role in the Manhattan Project and the development of the first atomic bomb. But his life and work also reflected a deep commitment to the responsible use of science and the pursuit of peace. Now there is one more thing to add here. Film director Christopher Nolan has a movie coming out on Oppenheimer. The film will open in theaters July 21st, 2023. Be sure to check out the movie trailer that you can find on my website. What can we learn from this story? What's the takeaway? Oppenheimer is remembered as a scientist who was persecuted for trying to address the moral problems of his creation. Though there have been some close calls, no country has used nuclear bombs as weapons since Hiroshima and Nagasaki. 
So far, we've been able to avoid the nightmarish nuclear future Oppenheimer feared he'd already set in motion. Let's pray we keep it that way. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. For further information regarding the material covered in this episode, I invite you to visit my website, which you can find on either Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, for show notes calling out key pieces of content mentioned in the episode transcript. As always, I thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.